there. Welcome to the From Lab to Launch podcast by Qualio, where we share inspiring stories from the people on the front lines of life sciences. Tune in and leave inspired to bring your life-saving products to the world. Now let's get started with Robert, Qualio founder and CEO, and our show host. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's show. Really excited to share the conversation with Rob, CEO of Qualio, the number one rated, easiest to use quality management system, and the founders of Brazen Bio. Have you ever wondered why so many new biotech companies don't survive the first valley of death, which is launch? In many cases, it's the lack of access to laboratory equipment and advisors. And today's guests, Sean Carbonell, MD, PhD, and Brent Whitkin, PhD, co-founded Brazen Bio to help biotech founders through that first valley of death and achieve their mission to advance human health. Brazen Bio is building a really unique turnkey incubator program with state-of-the-art laboratory access, including specialized equipment, technical support, expert advisors, and even housing accommodation. Let's get into the discussion. Enjoy. Sean, Brent, thank you both for joining today. I had a lot of fun reading up on the background behind what you folks are doing. I think it's 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 really amazing. So thank you for joining and sharing your story. Uh, I guess yes. the, the big question I have based on, you know, where we sit as Qualio and my role is always fascinated about the, the whys and your thesis on this industry, how it's growing, how it's evolving. Maybe you could give me a bit of background as to why Brazen Bio, what's the journey to doing this? Exactly. So thanks again, Robert. You know, Brazen Bio, we exist to help biotech founders advance human health. And really, so we're addressing two problems. Number one, unmet medical needs, right? There are many diseases out there where there are very few treatments um, or no treatments. And on the other hand, there are many scientists, there are many students who may have solutions for those unmet needs. But starting a biotech company is difficult. It's not like starting a tech company where you can just walk into Starbucks with a laptop and use their Wi-Fi and, and develop your MVP tapping on the keyboard. So, you know, you need massive infrastructure, you need, uh, you know, millions of dollars of, of equipment or at least access to it, critical mass of people around you. It's, it's a lot more, it's a lot more complicated. And so, um, it's, it's no surprise that it, that there aren't more biotech founders. And basically I'm reaching back 10 years to Sean Carbonell 10 years ago when I was founding my first biotech company, Alco Synergy. And actually living through all the all these barriers and and, uh, and these valleys of death and, and truly the val- the first valley of death in biotech startups is this launch and so that's what we're trying to address. Yeah, really nicely stated, Sean. I'm curious, uh, Brent, Sean, how did you folks meet? Is uh, do you both come from starting your own biotech companies? I, I'd be curious as to how that how that's evolved and how you how you're the right team for this. Yeah, let me jump into that one. So. Sean and I met over 20 years ago in academia when we were training. So we've been friends, colleagues, collaborators for over two decades. And when I joined industry after my postdoc, I actually looked to join Sean on his first venture and we've kept in close contact and been looking for the right opportunities. So while he was lifting off his first startup with Onco Synergy, I had been in industry on the big pharma side. And now it's time for us to come together with Brazen Bio. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. I'm curious, why do you folks see that that now is the time for this? Yeah. So, you know, like I said, 10 years ago when I was starting, it was very difficult. We Mm -hmm. didn't have the infrastructure that we have today. 
uh, in sort of the WeWork rental labs. We're sitting in one right now, a great one, Biolabs LA at the Lindquist Institute. But even then, it's still difficult just to get started. And so, yeah. you know, we are, we see a massive opportunity in that. And that's part of our thesis is, is right. Most of the deals are these massive eight or nine figure series A's that are going to Nobel laureates or at least companies based on an idea from a Nobel laureate mm-hmm. who, who is, who is led by, you know, a very, a 20 year veteran pharma team. Um, and you see very few founders like me who, you know, a lone wolf founder trying with an idea in a lab. And I literally took an idea from the lab. I brought it to the bench and 10 years later, you know, raised $20 million. And just this year treated, uh, you know, our first patient in the phase one clinical trial for glioblastoma, brain cancer. You know, so I've seen it from start to finish and it should be easier. um, And we're trying to make it easier for people. Yeah, I guess it can be made a lot shorter, right? Uh, I, sure. I think what you folks are doing is is, is fascinating. I, I want to ask a bit more about the accelerator and incubator uh, the incubator piece itself. I'll just say that I'm a big believer in this general trend. I think it's starting to become pretty clear that just like the last 15 years, we've seen this incubated and accelerated um, software companies have just grown at such a high rate and that entire ecosystem has evolved. It looks like we're seeing so many lessons from that industry being applied in here. And I think so many analogs, and I, I feel like the industry is kind of ready now for that type of support. So I'm curious, you know, that outside of yourselves, how do you, how would you describe the landscape for incubators, for teams that are working on exciting things across bio? It's a great question. I mean, so, you know, we're obviously not the first uh, there, you know, the university incubators, the the local incubators through government and nonprofits. Mm-hmm. And of course, your classic YC um, Indie Bio Accelerators, which are associated with a fund. And so, but really the, you know, the, the, the supply side, there, there are way more entrepreneurs than there are slots at these incubators, right? So there's still a shortage in that regard. So we're trying to address that, but we're also providing, you know, sort of a differentiated product in that, you know, Y Combinator, although you do get sort of the bump of being a YC um, alum mm-hmm. and, and those introductions, those, those, that, those warm introductions, other than the check that that's pretty much all you get and you have to fend for yourself with us. You know, you, it's plug and play. We provide the infrastructure from day one. You get a lab. If you need housing here in LA, we provide housing. Uh, we also provide something unique as a service layer. So, you know, lab, huh. lab assistance, uh, as well as admin assistance and access to our interns. So it's, it's a, it's a turnkey product that we're developing oh, wow. here. And so that's how we're differentiated as, as well as, you know, our unique network that we've put together, um, including our senior fellowship. But, but certainly I think, um, there's a lot of room for, for other incubators, um, to do, to be in the space. Of course, um, like I said, and again, there's so much unmet need in, um, out in the healthcare space. Again, diseases that, that need more attention. One cool yeah. thing, actually, just to, to add on that, you know, we also would like to partner with foundations and nonprofits interested mm-hmm. in particular, mm-hmm. particular diseases so that they could, you know, potentially sponsor a, a fellowship through the accelerator incubator program. And that's one way that we can potentially work together to address these unmet needs. You know, with that in mind, it sounds like there's a lot of services and supports there. What what would the ideal team or candidate look like for that first cohort that you're you're building right now? I believe. Sure. So you know, we 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 are 
fairly flexible at this point. And, and mm-hmm. so our, as our incubator is, is sort of an alpha, if you will, still a prototype. Uh, so it'll be very interesting. We'll be learning as we go. But we envision three main groups of people. Number one, you know, current students, grad students and undergrads, people who just finished a graduate degree and mm-hmm. maybe thinking about a postdoc. So this could be more like a postdoctoral fellowship, yeah. entrepreneurial style. Um, and then anyone in transition, anyone from industry, anyone from academia, um, who has an idea and maybe some proof of concept or just a, a really good idea and, and, and sort of the, the, the credibility to, to make it, um, uh, a reality. And, uh, so those are the people that we're looking for. Um, and we are focused though on RxDx that, are, you know, therapeutics and diagnostics at this mm-hmm. point, because again, that's where the unmet need is. These other incubators, a lot, some of them are focused on a lot of consumer biotech and agricultural biotech and things yeah. like that, which is great. You know, and biotech meets is, is huge right now, but, yep. um, you know, and that's not to say that we won't look at a company like that, but we really want to address the unmet medical needs as well as wellness. So not just yep. diseases, but also wellness. So, um, you're looking first time, first time people, a lot of cases that mm-hmm. have, have either some promising research or ideas, you can put resources around those and you're looking for applications. Uh, they're not really industrial processing applications, but actual like therapeutic use cases. Okay, that that that's really really helpful to know. Uh, I know that you've been running a some programs for funding this. Maybe you could tell me about how you've been building interest, excitement, and, and bringing capital on board. Sure. So we're actually we're, we're pretty limited in what we can say about that because we are mm-hmm. using um, regulation crowdfunding. We have a a, a crowdfund uh, campaign open right now on WeFunder.com. We provided you the link and hopefully that'll be in the show notes. Absolutely. Uh, happy to. But, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're using that mechanism. And other than saying all the information you need is on that website, that's all we can really comment on. But we're doing that very intentionally. understand. Because, um, you know, we're trying to build community. Um, yeah. Again, we see Brazen Bio as a big platform company. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to build the network. Each investor will become an, ev- an evangelist for us. So we see that as, as, a, as a massive positive. I, I get that. Um, how do you see, I'm curious, maybe this is something you can talk about. How do you see area things like WeFunder, right? So we're talking about the infrastructure and costs of, of doing anything in the space. It's pretty spectacular that you folks are able to use vehicles like this to create the infrastructure you're building to be able to support this generation of companies. So it's a far cry away from you know a decade ago, like you said, where companies were IPOing before they were getting kind of meaningful progress along the go-to-market funnel. Do you see this being something that's part of the evolution of this industry or just does this just fit really what you're doing? No, I think it's, I think it carries uh, forth, you know, so we're, we're sort of, sort of yeah. the, the, we're drinking our own champagne, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going through it. We will encourage our, you know, the companies that result from our incubator to do the same thing. And then, you know, we're also, you know, going to give them a lot of assistance with, with grant applications so that um, they can get their early work done. But, uh, but I, I, I see it as being the new model, especially with the new laws or the new rules that came into effect as of March 15th. Yeah, which okay. uh, you know the, the increased uh, raise on limits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's other companies like Qualio that are out there now. So we look at it as this life sciences tech stack, similar to the rise of like DevOps in in, in, a, in a way supporting software companies is becoming now a, I think a really exciting space. And of course, I would say that because we're in there, but you see the work being done and this replatforming and these new supports being built. How are how are ways that companies like Qualio or other companies across this text that I could support or, or be part of this. Brent, do you want to comment? Yep. I would like to. In fact, this is a great question because yep. there's 
so much uh, general need across the space for entrepreneurs, bio-entrepreneurs, uh, founders. Uh, there's a lot to be said about simple awareness and getting involved and listening, asking questions and finding out where the gaps are in the skill sets and expertise because there are ultimately our synergies to be harvested. So I would say specifically being curious and asking about uh, what you're working on, what your challenges are, and then offering to get involved somehow because some something fruitful will spin out of it down the road. Yeah. Uh, the way I often liken this to is for lots of companies that I know that have gone through incubators or accelerators, it was incredibly valuable in addition to the program supports to be able to get the AWS credits the Stripe processing credits, the HubSpot, if that's what you wanted to build your marketing automation on. And lots of, 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 of those items really helped. And I, I think it's a big opportunity to help, to help encourage or support this next generation of companies. You know, we covered a, a lot here. And if we had more time, I'd go deeper on several of these. But what I think uh, might be interesting to ask is if you look forward, you know, five, 10 years, I mean, what, what would you like this to look like, you think, across the next five, 10 years? Well, how are you thinking about measuring success? Sure. Well, you know, as we say in our campaign, in five years, we'd like to have helped launch 100 biotech companies. So in a, in a nutshell, that's it. And then continue from there, right? Uh, you know, our 10-year vision really is to put everything mm. under one roof and, and, and create a vertically in integrated accelerator, which includes everything from the beginning mm. um, parts, which is similar to our our envisioned incubator currently, but then including all everything up through phase one scale GMP manufacturing, for instance, and then also yeah. regu regulatory and clinical trial capabilities. So let's put that all under one roof and call that the brazen incubator. Um, that's, yeah. that's our, that's our 10 year vision. Yeah. And, and with that, I'm, I'm curious, you folks are based in LA, which is um, a place I, I like spending time when I can. A lot, lots of people do, yeah, particularly here in North, Northern California. How do you think the location affects the the type of company or or how you run the, the incubator? Because you're outside of the some of the really traditional hubs. And I think there's arguments you can make that how that might be actually an advantage. I'm curious how you think of that. Yeah, let me answer that one uh, because there's certainly a bridge between Northern and Southern California, and LA is right in the middle. There's so much hunger and appetite to grow the biotech community. We're overwhelmed with the interest and commitment with the locals, uh, the academia, the uh, tech space, as well as all the bio entrepreneurs who are hungry to get involved. So I think we're positioned very well geographically. Yeah, plus, plus palm trees and sunshine, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you know. As somebody from from Ireland, yeah, I'm all for palm trees and, and sunshine when I can have it. I know that we're we're kind of getting near the uh, the end with it, but one thing that I kind of read about, I thought might be interesting, is um, you folks have like an advisory board capacity too. I, I think you might have mentioned it at the, briefly at the beginning, but. I think people underestimate the impact it is to get access to people that can unlock things. Maybe before we finish up, could you tell me a bit about, about that, how, how you've created that, that advisory report and how you think that can help companies? Absolutely. So this, this all goes to sort of the, the turnkey solution, right? These yeah. are the, so we're, we have two levels. We have the Brazen Advisory Board, which is a formal advisory board for the company, but then we have the Senior Fellowship which is the advisory board sort of for the, the entrepreneurs. And so these are all people we've worked with uh, and through, you know, I've worked with at Onco Synergy, my previous company. Um, you know, I, I've worked with a lot of consultants through in my days, both terrible and great. And obviously we've, we've only asked the great ones <laughs> to, to join us. Mm -hmm. so, that, so, you know, and so everyone, everyone that's on that, on, on the senior fellowship, 
we've personally worked with and we like working with. And so that's a huge asset and it, it runs the gamut from, you know, CMC expertise to, you know, development, academia and medicine. Mm-hmm. And we even have, you know, media folks and commercialization folks and, uh, and, and one, one person in quality. So, um, uh, but, <laughs> and that can, that can grow. Hi, Robert. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's part of the solution. And it's, it's sort of a, you know, uh, an honorary pro bono consulting mm-hmm. um, group, if you will, council, and, uh, and also not just their direct expertise, but, you know, their network so that, so there's another layer beyond that. Um, so yeah, so it, we think it's a massive value add. Yeah, I, I would agree. And there's one question I forgot to ask before we sign off, uh, Brazen Bio, it sounds great, but why Brazen? Is there something behind that name? Well, you know, it, it's, there's, there's a couple of layers there as well. So, you know, you do have to be bold to do this sort of thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. When I started uh, Onco Synergy back in 2010, 2011, you know, I was at UCSF. So I was surrounded by other people who wanted to do the same thing. Of those people, and there were dozens, I only know three people who actually got funded. Oh, wow. and, you know, and so, so you know, it, it could be the person, but also the circumstances. And so, so again, we're trying to solve the, 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 the the the, the um, external aspects, um, but you do have to have you know a certain brazen um, will to move forward, the persistence and the patience to do this for ten years, and knowing that it's going to be difficult, the ups and downs. You know, I almost quit the company twice because it was it was so difficult, and so that's part of it. And also, it's also a throwback to my Oxford College uh, brazen nose, which used to be known as brazen nose. So oh, there's okay. some history <laughs> there, there there is there is um, i appreciate that and i can echo the difficulty in getting some of that research funding we had somebody speaking to us on the podcast recently as well it's it's, it's really difficult so nice to see you folks helping pierce that last question sign off question i think it's nice to ask if if you could uh, write a tweet and, and send it to everybody in the industry that they would read what would it say are you brazen no oh, that's cool i like that I like that short. So you don't you don't need the expanded character set. I <laughs> yeah, don't need the two eighty. Don't need two eighty. Yeah, don't, don't need multiple parts. <laughs> it's just hashtag. Are you yeah. crazy? <laughs> you know, Sean Brent. Thank you very much for this. Uh, we're writing the links to the WeFunder program or all some of those other elements to the to the show notes. Last thing, where can people go to learn more? Is it there or is there somewhere else people should check you out? Brazen.bio or brazenbio.com. Um, and we're also on all of these social medias as Brazen Bio. Awesome. Well, we'll get those added too, and, and I'll make sure to subscribe and follow your progress. Thank you very much for joining. It's, it's been a real pleasure, and I'm looking forward to sharing this with everybody. Awesome. Thanks so much, Robert. Thanks, Robert. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of From Lab to Launch, brought to you by Qualio. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and give the show a positive review. It really helps us out. For more information about Qualio, our guest today, or to be a guest on a future episode, please refer to the show notes. Until next time.